Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK, sponsored by Brewers Outlet. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. And today's show is brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks. Snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and out every day. Six great flavors of slushies, pickle bar, lab by the barrels, and the dills. Indeed, second to none. All at Brewer's Outlet. Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. We open the show on a positive note with the Macatrillo rant of the day. Oh, that, that, that actually, that sentence isn't correct. We, oh, we start, my almighty! We'll uh, start with the Macatrillo rant of the day. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that, we'll, just, we'll just go with that. So the NBA is now investigating into how the Sixers have been handling James Harden's situation. He obviously didn't make the trip to Milwaukee last night for the season opener. He wanted to go. He claims he's in shape. The Sixers said no. Go back to the practice facility in Camden. Get rammed up for the next for our next game or whatever next couple of games, whatever the case may be. Of course, NBA puts in that new rule where all star players have to at least be in attendance. I mean, they should play, but they have to be at least be in attendance for nationally televised games. Last night's game was on TNT. So the so the NBA is investigating into what's going on there. First of all, when it comes to James Harden itself, the NBA should realize that this guy's track record is not good. And he's been in the league for a long time now. NBA, NBA, PA, everybody should understand that. Second of all, this is not what the rule was made for. As if this is basically to get rid of load management. This is not load management. This guy doesn't want to be with the team. This guy's been away from the team, in and out. He's played one preseason game, or actually hasn't played any preseason games. So the, so the team doesn't know what kind of shape he's actually in. And as I said before, especially when you look at the last couple of years, him showing off his gut two years ago, this guy's not trustworthy when it turns of, is he coming into camp in shape? So the Sixers have every right to say, hold up, Holmes, go back. Get yourself ready. Let's make sure you're good to go. Then you can play in the game. And guess what? The Sixers really didn't miss them a whole lot last night because they lost by only one point to that really good Milwaukee team. And if they would have made their free throws and not turned the ball over as much, especially Embiid, they probably might have won the game last night. The Sixers don't need James Harden. But that's a different topic. The bottom line is, this is not a load management issue. This is the team not knowing where this guy's head is at this point because he doesn't want to be with the team, so they're trying to play it safe because that's what's best for the team. So if the Sixers get fined or punished in any way, then they need to scrap this rule because this is not what the rule was for. I haven't heard you this upset since the potty training incident. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. (laughs) 
You opened the door on that one. <laughs> Who knows? James Harden may have gone backwards on that, too, oh, for all I know. Oh, just, I just, I don't know. I, I've never been a big James Harden guy. I've always felt he was too ball-centric and took too many shots. And and I think there's a, there are a couple reasons why he has been somebody that's never played in an NBA final. It is, I find it disturbing when I hear Doc Rivers talk about, you know, him not being the same after not making the All-Star game. What, because you're not, I mean, he made nine All-Star games in his career. Something like that. You can look it up. I think it's nine. What, you're not a member of the club? Well, here's a club you want to, you should be desiring badly to be a part of, and that's the one that has a ring. What does it take to win a ring? Perceptions of players change when they finally get the ring. The perception of Drew Brees as a quarterback, completely different because he won a Super Bowl. The perception of Oscar Robertson as a basketball player, as great as he was, He's an NBA champion. And he made the transition from being the guy that had to do everything with the Cincinnati Royals to being what Kareem Abdul-Jabbar describes as the best point guard he ever played with. Even better than the platinum standard of Magic Johnson. Just his personal opinion, which he's entitled to. He played with both. And the... um, and this is what Harden has to understand. It's about, it, it, there's a certain point in your career, Kevin Garnett. The perception of Kevin Garnett as a, as a, as a all-time player changed because he won an NBA title. It just means so much to be the one that walks out with a championship. I mean, Nick Foles is forever revered in Philadelphia because he won a title. He's, I think he's more revered in Philadelphia than Donovan McNabb is. McNabb's a better quarterback, but Foles won a Super Bowl. Okay. Right, is that fair? 100%. See, and that's what it's all about. In the end, you have, you know, you can you can make all the money. The money's there no matter what. You you can make all the money. You can make all the All-Star teams. You can make the All-NBA team. He was a seven-time First-team All-NBA player. And and you look at um, what people are perceived as, and it's just completely different once you're a champion, just in terms of your perception. And his, his perception is he's a ball-centric Right or wrong, people think he's a selfish player, right or wrong. And I think that perception would be dramatically different if he won a title. Giannis Antetokounmpo, who scored 50 points in the Game 7 against Phoenix to put away a title, is forever looked at as a champion. Nikola Jokic, Jamal Murray, they're champions now. Anthony Davis is a champion. It makes a it, it makes a big difference in perception. 
you know, as great as Eric Lindros was, eh, you know, well, he didn't do what Bobby Clark did. Mario Lemieux, Sidney Crosby, Stanley Cup champions. It means a lot. Remember Ray Bork? Ray Bork had a phenomenal career with the Boston Bruins. Tremendous. But they never won the Cup. And then he got dealt to Colorado and they won the Cup. And it changed everything for him. And that's what it's about. There has to be a certain point in your career. Kevin Garnett, it was later in his career. Ray Bork, it was later in his career. Now, with it, like to them, it was all about can I win a championship? And with James Harden, it was like, like making the All Star game was a big deal. Like, really? At this stage of your life and career? What? Because you wanted to be a part of the club? No. Come on. That's not a winner to me. It's great to make it, and there's something to it. So. And I could care less if he's in the lineup or not. I mean, all, if you're the Philadelphia 76ers, all you have to do is look at the NBA and say, you know what? Hey, we're in charge of the team. We put our five best guys out there. He's not one of them. Right? Exactly what I'm saying. He's not one of our five best guys, so we're not playing him. Sorry. There you go. What else do you have? Has to be something else. I mean, there is something else. Oh, the show's just (laughs) headed right into the toilet. All right. This is another one of these clickbait-related rants that we just that I just saw earlier today. So Trevor Lawrence is asked about his first trip going to go play in Pittsburgh this weekend against the Steelers. Sure. And he's asked about the terrible towels and this like that. And he said, yeah, the little yellow towels that they wave. So apparently Bill Cower took exception to that, saying calling him the little terrible towels. And Bill Cower said, well, they're... They're going to, uh, it was like just talking trash, like they're going to make you lose this weekend or something like that. I mean, really? I mean, first of all, the clickbait part, once again, strikes. But that's one thing. But it's another thing, again, this is kind of going back to what happened with the guys at Fox with the whole James Franklin situation on the scheduling. The guy was just mentioning, yeah, the towels. He didn't mean anything by it. He just mentioned, yeah, the towels that they wave. He just happened to say little. There wasn't any malice to it. And Bill Cower, of all people, should know that. He was in the league for decades as a player and a coach. Yeah, so, yeah. like, enough with this. The, the terrible towels are going to make you lose and this and that. Please. Your football team stinks right now. They look good last week. Oh, I shouldn't say stinks. That's a little harsh. But they're not a great team right now. They're an interesting team because I, I don't get why they're winning, but they are. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's, it's really, it's one of those odd, really? God, they won again? Like, how? But that was their best, <laughs> that was the best that they've looked, and right. it still wasn't great, yeah, yeah uh, right. against the Rams, but yeah. Like, okay, okay, I mean, let's give them credit, they're winning. Um, I think Tomlin's won his last seven games after a bye. 
Um, That's correct. Yeah, that was the seventh. Yeah, seven and zero now. Yeah. So okay. But shame on Bill Cowher. He should know this. He's plus he's in the media. He should know better. Well, and you know. trying to make this bullet and board material stuff out of nothing. Yeah. It's one thing if he actually meant the little towel, little terrible towel thing. Right. Then you got a beef. But if you if you read it, uh, he didn't mean again, it that way. The suit says defense has kept the minute. No, T.J. Watt has kept the minute. There are also ten other guys out there with him. <laughs> I would argue Alex Highsmith too, but T.J. Watt I, mostly. Yes, Highsmith's a good player. Yeah, so. the two of them have been their best players on defense, yeah. no question. Yeah. And they got Cam Hayward back this week, I believe. Well, he's a, he isn't he is a rudder. Yeah, no doubt about that. Yeah, that that game is a Thursday night game. Is that a Thursday night game? No, the, that's it's Sunday at one o'clock, and then the Steelers oh, are home against the Titans on Thursday they got the night. Titan, that's right. They yeah, got the Titans. This is a three-game homestand: Jaguars, Titans, and then Green Bay, I believe. After that, right? Okay, well, you got a chance to maybe win two out of three there. Um, I think Jacksonville is better. That's just me. But I agree. I like Jacksonville Sunday too. But no, I mean Jacksonville's not a bad team. Uh, you know, Josh Allen, Walker. You got bookend defensive ends that can get some pressure. Love the middle linebacker. He's really good. For Jacksonville, he's a terrific player. And offensively, getting ATM back at running back has really helped them offensively. Because Lawrence played hurt in their game on... It was a Thursday night game last week, in fact. Yes, yeah, he was a game-time decision, and he played, yeah. All right, so we'll take a break. Um, evidently, members of the Michigan staff were spotted at a Shikalumi game. I don't get it. We'll come back with more in a moment. <laughs> no? Take it too far? Here I mean, they're at UNLV, so, you know, what's what's the difference? I want to know what the Braves are doing. <laughs> What? Uh, we don't play them. <laughs> Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. F O U L E D, that spells Falda! There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Uh, Pete Thamel, Ross Dellinger, the Washington Post, I think um, Will Hobson of the Washington Post have done really the best job of anybody of covering um, the Michigan situation. Uh, they're off this weekend. 
So being off this weekend, they would have had the ability, if they wanted to, to send out everybody anywhere. Uh, so <laughs> this is, um, you have to give it credit as a story. Every day there's something new, and it's not better. I mean, mean, there's all sorts of stories out there. And Ross Dellinger's story, this was yesterday. TCU knew of Michigan's sign-stealing scheme. Why? Because other coaches, TCU evidently was absolutely unaware that they did this. Right? And they got information from all these other coaches saying, hey guys, you got to watch out for these guys. Like, they've got like, it, it's an elaborate sign-stealing scheme. And the TCU coaches were like, what? Really? Wow. So what they did was they took, they you know, again, they had 15 practices. Remember, they had 15 practices to do this. They didn't have, like, a couple practices during the week to get ready for the next game. They had 15 practices. One TCU coach said, sometimes we froze a play before the snap. We'd call a play. Then we would signal in another play using the old signals. But we told the players that that was a dummy. We're just running the original play anyway. And they rang up 51 on them by doing it. Then there's the story that they scouted Tennessee. And they ended up sending South Carolina the launch codes. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Sponsored by Brewers Outlet. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports Domestics Microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and out every day. Six great flavors of slushies. Pickle bar, led by my personal favorites. The Barrels and the Dills, indeed second to none, all at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Stock up for the big tailgates this weekend. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street and Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia Routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf. And online at sunburymotors.com. Uh, Penn State tomorrow gets Indiana. Uh, the campus was down this week and for obvious reasons. I mean, look, you know, I mean, U.S. fans, I mean, out there have been down uh, after what happened. 
because in college football, only 3% of the teams make the college football playoff as opposed to college basketball, where at least one in five, 19%, make the NCAA tournament. So one loss, especially to another contender, just feels so heavy. But the difference between this year at this particular time and other years like 17, 19, and last year is when Penn State hit the stretch run last year, November, there was no impact game remaining that could change their fortune. They could they could keep winning and get themselves a great bowl game, which they did. They won out and ended up in the Rose Bowl. 17, they were ended up in the Fiesta Bowl. 19, they ended up in the Cotton Bowl. They won out those years. This year's different. They lost. It wasn't fun in any way, shape, or form. It was disappointing. Fans are upset. Players are upset. Coaches upset. Yet, the difference is, is actually this stretch run features marquee games or near-marquee games that can get them someplace in this race. You have to start with tomorrow. You've got to win tomorrow. It's the only thing you can control is tomorrow. But after that, you have impact games remaining. And that's why this is a little different, despite the massive disappointment of last weekend. And anybody who, who has called into the show and talked about how disappointed they are, I totally understand. And guess what? All the calls we took earlier this week, you know, about different things people wanted to talk about. Well, fine. I mean, I was more than happy to talk about it. You're entitled to your emotions. You're entitled to your anger. Because you are passionate about the program. And I totally understand that and respect that. Love the fact that you're passionate about the program. Love that you want the best for the program. And they still have opportunities in front of them. It has to start tomorrow, but they have opportunities in front of them. And again, it has to start tomorrow. There's always a rebuilding process that has to happen in a week. you got to build yourself back, that, that process to get yourself back after it was as disappointing and as angry as you were. Your disappointment and anger doesn't match the players or the coaches. As disappointed as you are. So now they need to 
get it together and go out and win tomorrow. To then set up what I'm talking about. So. Shikolimi is what? They're on home road? They are at Southern. Southern checked the, the tickets yet to see if there's maybe somebody from Ann Arbor at the game or no? Just ask. It's a valid question. Seems fair. <laughs> I mean, that would be the stadium for them to go to, so that's actually a legitimate question in terms of recruiting. Well, I'm not talking about recruiting. I mean, there are a lot of Southern Columbia players in the Big Ten, so there are a couple. That, that could very well may be a good a question. Yeah, yeah but then the, you know they get a staffing. Are they on our schedule? No. Oh well, I don't think we should go. <laughs> oh my Almighty! Oh my goodness! One thing about that, every single day something else comes out and it's worse an interesting topic that is may I don't know how interesting it is to listeners but I'm going to bring it up anyway and it is about the world of TV and this week on Yahoo Sports NBA Commissioner Adam Silver says the slow migration of television viewership from linear to streaming has disproportionately impacted the NBA. He said, um, um, Uh, they say it's because they uh, try to appeal to youth in the audience. And they said the young audience is not subscribing the cable, and thus those fans at the moment are not finding our games. So right now, you have between 65 and 70 million homes in America consuming sports in a traditional way. Right? And even more watch on network TV. I mean, almost everybody has network TV. I mean, is it declining? Yes. Is it going away anytime soon? He said, no, I don't think so. He says, so we want to be on all platforms. He says, uh, traditional TV, network TV is not going away. Cable's still there, even though there's a shift And right now, the NBA is currently, I mean, they are in an exclusive negotiating window. With 
ESPN and TNT, the, all these contracts have those exclusive negotiating windows built into them. It's not anything that's beyond... Um, I mean, it's standard in every contract. Remember last year we were talking about the Pac-12, how they had the exclusive negotiating window? Uh, and it came and went? Okay, came and went. And... The, um, but they have to figure out what they want to do with this because they idealistically want to triple their money. Now, do I think they're going to triple their money? No. ESPN and TNT, and that would be Warner Discovery, ESPN and TNT both really want the NBA back, but they also want to scale back the number of games they're going to carry. NBC has said it wants to have a slice of the pie. The question is how much will they pay? And then this leads to the youth of America. And the youth of America ends up being Streaming. So does this mean that Amazon or Apple get involved? And if you recall, last year we had Reginald Walker on the show from the Sports Media Summit in New York. And Amazon made a compelling argument there about what it would mean to them to get the NBA. Apple usually, to, to Apple's credit, they, they actually really keep what they're doing close to the vest. All of a sudden, like, hey, we have an MLS contract. Oh, really? I didn't even know you were negotiating. Hey, we have the Friday night baseball package. Oh, okay. They're, they usually keep Apple, keep what they're doing close to the vest. Finally, they stepped up with the Pac-12, and they... but. The key was they wanted it exclusively. They did not want to have a linear partner. Okay? Uh, But that's where media is right now. What the Big Ten did by getting Fox, NBC, CBS to go with BTN, to be honest with you, it's a stroke of genius. Over the air, over the air, over the air. Streaming with some Peacock. Some games, I mean, fans have complained about Peacock, but Peacock has seen a, an increase of $4 million in subscriptions during this fall. But fans aren't enamored with it. You also do have the ability, when you go network, NBC... Any game that's on NBC. So let's take one game we know for sure that's on NBC for Penn State. That is going to be the Black Friday game at Ford Field with Michigan State, 7.30 primetime. Well, what they do at NBC is that game is not only on NBC, that game's also being streamed on Peacock. When Penn State plays Indiana tomorrow, the game will be on CBS. Tommy McCarthy, by the way, is doing the game. The game will be on CBS, but it's also going to be on Paramount+. Plus. So they're using the combination of the two. What's interesting about Fox is they don't have that. 
Fox doesn't have a streaming component. And Fox is actually the most annoying. The only time you can watch the combo on Fox, because I, I had this issue with trying to watch um, Penn State and, um, and UMass, because that game is on Big Ten Network. So you can only watch online, even if, I, even if you have a cable subscription. They will only allow you to watch. I guess you have to have a, another set, another some sort of subscription to be able to watch Fox, FS1, and Big Ten Network games on Fox Sports Go. But the way I guess my cable package is, I can only watch Fox and FS1 games that are live, and not Big Ten. So I wasn't able to watch Penn State against UMass a few weeks ago, which I think is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh. And I don't run into this issue because obviously I'm there. Uh, and number two, I just I don't really sit there and think too much about other games being on. I just click onto what I think is the best game I have available, and I go from there. Because again, I'm not trying to watch the Penn State game. I'm at it, so I don't I don't run into that like you guys do. Um, but NBC, Peacock, CBS, Paramount Plus. I mean, it does give you both options. I mean, tomorrow, if you want, if you want to stream the game, you can watch on Paramount Plus. Okay. If you want to watch the game over the air, you can watch it on CBS. Michigan State game, hey, no problem. You can watch that game on NBC. If you have streaming, you can watch it on Peacock. To me, that's at least at the moment seems like the best way to go, where you give people multiple options on the broadcast to reach the biggest numbers. And that's where I truly believe where this this whole conversation is going. But the le- these franchises and the networks and the leagues are just, I think, are taking it one step too far by trying to find extra money. Because, as we've talked about before, just exclusively streaming, those numbers are going down. And for, I'll tell you what, from a consumer's perspective, it's much more of a pain to be to have a game that's exclusively streaming. It's still, if you're going to have something exclusive, yeah. just put it on TV. The combo is great because yes. if you don't have the channel in your cable package, that but it, then you can pay for it, then you still have that option. If you are not home to watch the game... You can then you've got that option to watch it because that's how I do it. I cut the cord on cable a little bit, but I use my dad sometimes, <laughs> and I I have the apps on my phone and I watch a lot of the games on my phone. That's what I did with the Sixers last night. I watched on the TNT app last night. Right. That's well, where I think it's going, yeah. but I don't think a lot of leagues either don't understand or just trying to get too greedy by trying to do the exclusive package too. Yeah, of my problem. streaming. My problem with streaming is this, is that you have to close it out if you want to glance at something else. So last night I'm watching the Bills-Buccaneers game. But I wanted to check in and see, because, you know, obviously Brent Price coaching Virginia Tech. So I wanted to check out to see how Virginia Tech was doing with Syracuse. I had to go through the process of closing it out, getting out of there, boom, getting into cable, and finally into cable, blah, 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 and then finally, okay, I'm there. Then, okay, I see what's going on. Now I want to go back. Well, now i got to go back. 
Okay, and then see, I got to see the little circle. And then after the little circle's done, I have to check in as to who I am. Okay, here we go. Next. Now I have to, finally I get in, and here are my options. You can watch the game in Spanish. You can watch the game in there. And you finally get there, and then get the little circle again, and finally you're on. Instead of, like, click, click, we're done. And that's yeah, one of the yeah. that's the biggest problem I find with it. That if you want to just even if you want to go check quickly on another game, say for example, you know, oh, why don't you just check on your phone? I'd like to watch a couple few plays if you don't mind. <laughs> you know, but see what what they also expect people to do now because it is one way that a lot of people do watch games. I I do it all the time. I think you're taking it from the March Madness perspective because I think that's truly how it got going where you've got a game on the TV, you've got a game on your phone, you've got a game on the computer. I think that's how they want people to watch now. So, like, you, for, for you, if you wanted to watch the Virginia Tech game, you have you, you keep that on the TV, but you watch the NFL game, the Thursday night game, on your computer or device or whatever on Amazon. I think that's how, pe- how they want to see people watch. So you're watching multiple games at the same time. But like you, you may not want to do that. You may just want to focus on one game that you're watching. Okay. Well. So. Yeah, I mean, what I do is I, I use the voice remote. I'll just say Prime Video. But it still has to, but then I still have to go through the process of, like, who are you? Oh, my God, jeez. I guess it's, I don't want to sound lazy, but. <laughs> For example, I'll you know I'll get home from the game tomorrow, and there'll be some games on tomorrow night. I'll click game, 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 game. Hey, Alex, hey, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's a guy thing. All right, we'll come back with more in a moment here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage all right uh, tim kirchin next half hour king final half hour by the way we're trying we're working it out we're you're still going to get some rants from matt how about that we are yes and i'm i'm very excited about that yeah. i'm very appreciative about that too Brilliant idea, whomever came up with it. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I'll get back to you. <laughs> Sounds All good. Right. No, no, you're fine. <laughs> Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motor Studio. Here on News Radio 1070 WKOK.